My name is Adeline Warren and you're listening to Girl Talk. I like to say that I'm the big sister of the internet. You can watch me fuck up all you want, but hey, maybe we can learn something from it. I hope you enjoy. Hi, thank you so much for picking up and coming back because I have no one to talk to. I like FaceTime all my friends and none of them picked up. So let's talk because I'm ready to fucking talk. Let's talk. Let's chat it up. Let's bing boobity bong. How are you doing today? I'm doing so amazing because we just did the um, Girls Supporting Girls pink butterfly set uh, photo shoot. I'm so excited because it's so beautiful. And like, I don't know, all the girls came over and like we took the cutest little photos. You know what it is? It's something about Toronto girls, all right? Like Toronto girls, it's so different. I invited a bunch of subscribers over and we took a bunch of cute photos and it's just like, it's the swag that we have, I think. We're so naturally beautiful and also we're so diverse. There's so many girls and like so many ethnicities in our city and we're also naturally beautiful, like in our own way, shape and form. We bring a little bit of spice. We look so nice. Whereas I feel like LA girls, their personality is built off of rocks. Like they're literally, they, they, the way that they talk is like rocks banging against each other. Like, holy shit. Like having a conversation with a girl that was built in LA is so hard. Except for my manager. I love you, Abigail. Ah. <laughs> um, there are a few, there are a few diamonds in the rust. Andre was, well, Andre is uh, outside of OC, but for the most part, LA girls are built so different. So different than Toronto girls. The Toronto girls bring in the good energy. They bring in the good vibes. They bring in the happiness. They bring the, 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 I don't even know. Like we were all just like so happy to be there. And you know, it was so cute. It was like, everyone was like, oh my God, I hope my be real goes off right now. <laughs> and it, like, everyone was like, uh, I swear to God, whenever I do something cool, be real always goes off at like, 8 p.m. or 10 p.m. that day and I get so angry but today it went off at like I think it was like 3 p.m. and we're like Rah! like we all got the notification at the same time we're like guys take a photo we all took a photo together and it was cute we did we did a lot of TikToks but anyways enough about my day I wanted to rant about something let's talk about something something that's really near and dear to my heart and that is you should leave your boyfriend and I'm going to give you five reasons why you should. Wait, I have 10. I have 10 <laughs> reasons why you should leave your boyfriend. And this is coming from personal experience. This is coming from seeing my friends. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. You ever you ever look at your friend and you're like, mm, she's gone. She's gone. She's so gone with the digmatization. Like nobody can help her. Nobody can help her. But I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you and I'm giving you these 10 very specific reasons why you should leave your boyfriend because everyone's always like, oh, I don't want to be single. Like, I hate the dating apps. Who said dating apps? Why, why are you saying dating apps? I'm not telling you to go on the dating apps. I'm telling you to drop him because he is trash. He's trash on the bottom of your shoe that you need to flick off and just continue walking across the road. Like, oh my God, I swear to God, the most gorgeous, gorgeous girls have the most manipulative, ugly, like I don't even know how they pull them, have the most manipulative, ugly, boring boyfriends in the whole world. It boggles my mind. It, us girls are too giving. I don't get it. So this is this is just something that's very near and dear to my heart. I'm always pro 
break up with your boyfriend. You know what? I also, if you have been thinking about it, I have 10 reasons why you should break up with him. But I also have five reasons why you should stay with him. Because on the contrary, I feel like from my experience and from my friend's experiences, there are some men and you're like, girl, why are you ghosting him? He's very good for you. You shouldn't be ghosting him. Like, excuse me. Like, he's being too nice. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay. So here's 10 reasons why you should leave your boyfriend and five reasons why you shouldn't leave your boyfriend or like ghost a guy that you're talking to currently right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Also, before I even get into it, if you ever, if you are in your single era or you are starting to get date again you're wondering like you're kind of talking to someone you're not sure if there's a label or anything like that one of my favorite things to do is to make a future partner deal breaker list and this these are like my deal breaker lists that are like leave him immediately like he's literal trash on your shoe so yeah deal breakers and not deal breakers things that you want in a partner always make sure that you do that especially when you're single and you're like driving you're like "Mm, i'm not settling for less anyways let's get into the list so i put number one they pressure you into staying together it's easier to stay and less effort to stay in the relationship than break up Hmm, that one hit home didn't it I feel like we've all been in that situation. Us relationship girlies, as much as I hate to admit it, I I don't know if I would get, I think I would consider myself a relationship girlie. I have been in a couple like been in a couple relationships some years long and some just like a couple months long. Um, I don't know what it is. It's just like having a boo thing, like having someone to talk to. It just feels good. Um, but We've all been there. If you're a relationship girl, we've all been there where you're like, yeah, maybe I am settling, but I'm just kind of comfortable. And like, yeah, maybe they don't like bring me out on dates and they don't make me that happy. But like, I'm just comfortable. And like, it's just like, it's so much effort to break up. Like, I'm so comfortable right now. Oh, hell no. If you're in your 20s, if you're in your thriving, even 30s, like what, 40s, 50s, who cares? If you're in your thriving period of life and you're wasting it on an ugly crusty dusty man that's not treating you right trust me when i say that there are men out there that would literally lick your toes and to the point like making you so happy spend all of their money on you like trust me you're probably like oh like it's gonna be so hard to find someone else no it's not it's really not it's especially like being a woman in today's society it's really not it's not at all girl just edit your photos go on the dating apps well okay that's i don't i wouldn't consider that a way to like get a quality man but like there are literally men out there that would suck your toes that would kiss the ground that you walk on and you're settling for an ugly crusty dusty man so they pressure you into staying together it's easier and less effort to stay in the relationship than break up that's number one that's the number one red flag for me is when they're kind of like you bring it up you know hey i'm not i'm not feeling so happy recently they're like no like we should just give it a couple more tries give it another month ah hell no that's how you know it's just downhill from there okay number two i put sex feels like a chore mm Mm-mm. Sex feels like a chore. I love, L-O-V-E, love 
sex so much, but with someone that isn't treating me right, it feels like a chore. I could be the horniest girlfriend in the whole world, but you need, like, I can only be the horniest girlfriend in the whole world if you treat me right. If you take me out to dinner, if you make me feel special, if I get ready, if we, if I look pretty, you say that I look pretty, you plan a date, like, do the whole shebang. Make me feel like a princess. If you make me feel like a princess or a queen, I will be the horniest girlfriend in the world. Any boys listening, which they're probably not because my audience is 95% girls. Hi, 5% boys. If there's any boys listening, oh, it's probably the gays. Oh my God. There's probably no straight men listening to this podcast. But if your girl is not horny, it's not a girl problem. It's a you problem 100% of the time. I've seen so many of my friends like be like, oh my God, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm just like not horny. I think it may be the birth control. No, babes. No, babes. Babes, it's not that. You, you don't. You don't hate sex. You hate your boyfriend, babes. That's not how it is. That's always how it is. I swear to God. (laughs) But you know what? Okay, I do admit like there are some chemical imbalances, but a lot of the times, at least for me, you need to treat me right in order for me to be horny. So sex feels like a chore. Mm, Another red flag. Number three, I put you're not going on dates. Going on dates is so important. I feel like I always see like these like even my grandma and grandpa you guys like there ain't no relationships like they used to back in the day like my grandma and grandpa are so fucking cute they still go out on dates they're like they'll go out to dinner i'm like oh my god like they're so cute it's so important to constantly be learning about your partner growing with your partner because you know what when you first met how many dates did you go on dates 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 you know what i mean and then when you kind of get comfortable you're like still talking to them you stop going out on dates because the, the boy is like oh i don't need to impress her anymore like i have her she's wrapped around my finger blah 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 blah, blah. but you guys are both still growing and like do you guys want to be growing together or do you want to be growing apart and that's something that's so scary and it's like scary to me <laughs> is that we're constantly growing and i'm always worried i'm like what if You know, you invest so much time into someone and you end up growing apart. But one thing that I have realized is that if you keep going on dates, you keep getting to know each other, you keep, you know, having new learning experiences together. That's the only way that you can keep growing together. I feel like when me and an ex weren't going on dates, I could slowly feel us drifting apart. And sometimes I would go to sleep at night and I would be like, who even are you? I don't even really know who you are anymore. And it's so sad. Going on dates is so important. And I used to I used to nag exes back in the day and I would do it again because it's going on dates is so important. And you don't always have me. Excuse me, do you see a ring on my finger? Well, that's that Cartier ring is me, but there's no ring on my finger from you. Even if there was a ring on my finger, we're still going on dates actually. So Going on dates is a huge, 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 huge thing for me. We, I honestly never want to stop. I want to be a grandma and grandpa and I want to be pulling up to Ruby's diner and I want to be having a good time with my partner and I want to like make blow bubbles in the in the milk and like make silly jokes and like, I don't know, like talk shit about people. Like that's what I want to do. So going on dates is so important. Number four, I put they stop asking for consent during sex and they no longer try to emotionally stimulate you this 
broke my heart that I even had to put it in because I have seen so many comments, so many questions about it, so so many topics surrounding this subject. Guys, if just because you're a girlfriend doesn't mean that you owe your boyfriend sex ever. Oh, hell no. Do you think, do I look like a vibrator to you? Do I look like a sex toy to you? I'm a fucking human being. Like, hell yeah. If I'm horny, I'm going to use my vibrator because it's a thing that I bought off of Adam and Eve. It's not my boyfriend. Like, what the fuck? Consent should always, like, whether, like, whether it's brought up verbally or you just don't feel like it and you have to say no, it's totally okay to say no to your boyfriend. And I used to literally cry. I used to cry my eyes out being like, if I don't have sex with my boyfriend, like he's going to leave me. Bitch, no, 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 no. Do you know how easy it is to, for girls to have sex and how hard it is for men to have sex? First of all. And second of all, if he's a true masculine man and he's truly in love with you, if you like he should be respecting your boundaries and you're not a sex toy and if you don't feel like it then you don't fucking feel like it and that's totally fine you don't have to feel like it and if you don't feel like it then maybe he has to step it up he needs to step up his game you guys need to go out on dates you know wine and dine you hey babe i think that we should go out on a date on saturday and you make a reservation and i'll dress up super nice and i'll wear something nice i'll wear some lingerie look really sexy and we'll make a whole day out of it and then Honestly, I think that would make me really horny and I think it'll make me very happy. And I feel like that's something that they should just understand. Men are so stupid, I swear to God. And then number five, this one is, it honestly should have been number one, but I was just like writing it in like my ideas and like this one is like all, so red flag. This one is like, there's no if, ands, or buts. There's no exceptions. If they do this, then you need to leave your boyfriend. They verbally or physically abuse you. Anyone that does these things does not truly love you. It doesn't matter what they do to make up for it. I always feel like when I see these couple photos on Instagram and it's like all of these extravagant roses and these extravagant things, I always feel like it's overcompensating for an unhealthy relationship. I don't know. Do you ever think that? I always look at that and I'm like, mm, I don't know. That's a little bit too much. It's giving me overcompensating. It's not giving me genuine. Verbal and physical abuse is not forgivable. It's not okay. It's gorgeous, gorgeous girls do not tolerate that. We don't tolerate that. That is not okay. No ifs, ands, or buts. Like, I don't even know what else to say. Like, this just period. Like, anyone who does these things to you does not love you. And they do not respect you. And you need to get out of that relationship immediately. Immediately. Okay. And then number six, I put, they're not supportive of your careers and goals. They tear you down. They tear your dreams down because the thought of you succeeding makes them insecure. And it typically leads to cheating which we could do a whole podcast on cheating. I'm a fucking psychopath when it comes to stuff like that. But I also have a little story time about this. I've had a partner tell me that I'm not a good singer and that I should stop doing music. Isn't that crazy? But you know what I thought? I used to feel so bad about it. I'd be like, maybe I shouldn't do music. Like, I don't know. Like, this person is like near and dear to me and they would tell me the truth. But you have to realize that when they're not supportive of your, your careers and goals, it's not like, it's not something, anything that has to do with you. It has to do with them and their insecurities. And like the way that I think of it in my mind is I'm kind of like, so 
the thought of me succeeding and the thought of me doing well in my career intimidates them and it makes them feel insecure. So a way that they feel secure and the way that they feel better about themselves is by tearing you down. And they like an ex of mine used to do that to me and they literally would like kind of make me feel like shit about like the work that I did and they would kind of like tear me down and be like oh you're not really like that great of a singer like blah 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 blah. like oh my god thinking back on it I can't believe I let that man inside of me oh hell no anyways um (laughs) when they're not supportive of your careers and goals that's an ultimate red flag to me like they don't want to see you succeed they don't want to see you make more money than them they're embarrassed they're not secure within their within themselves and if you ever really truly achieved your goals and succeeded they would feel so insecure the only way that they could feel good about themselves is by getting validation from other women and cheat on you <laughs> that's why i can't be dating any insecure men any anymore insecure men are cut if you are not supportive of my careers and goals and you seem intimidated by my work uh-uh i know it's not gonna end well i feel like i'm a big personality and i'm a big i'm a lot to deal with which is why i just i my pool of men that I like is like so small. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be making more money than me or like you need to be more successful. It just means that you need to be so secure within yourself that no matter how much I succeed, no matter how much money I make, how much, you know, whatever it is, you're secure within yourself and you can fucking deal with it. men get so insecure about this shit and i swear to god it's always with the job it's always with the job so if you ever find your man kind of digging holes at your career or like there's a difference between being constructive criticism and just full outright tearing you down constructive criticism would have been like hey babe like i feel like at this note like you should have fixed this or like maybe like here you should have fixed this or like oh maybe you should add some harmonies to this for the song whereas completely tearing you down is like babe you're not really a good singer do you see the difference it's like constructive criticism is like kind of supportive giving you tips helping you succeed whereas just outright tearing you down is just They want you to feel shit about yourself. You know what I mean? Anyways, that's number six. Number seven, I put your friends and family notice that they're making you unhappy. The friends see past the rose-colored glasses. Guys, if you're going up to your friends and you're saying, no, I swear, like, that was just one time. Like, he's been treating me so nice recently. Oh, no, don't be that. Don't do that. Don't be doing that, girl. Mm Mm-mm. Mm, mm, mm. you know it gets really hard when you know you want to tell your friends everything and then once you tell them something bad about your partner they kind of like mm, they don't really like them anymore and then you feel the need to like co- kind of overcompensate and like feel the need to tell them more positive things about the relationship that way they don't hate your boyfriend as much you don't feel like shit for staying with him it's a toxic cycle trust me we've all been there we've all done that we can't be doing that 
No, 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 no. I feel like my friends always see through the digmatization, especially the family. The family always sees through it. And there's some exceptions. Sometimes my family is like a little bit, your family can be a little bit too protective. But for the most part, I feel like friends can see through the digmatization. And if they say anything about the relationship, don't take it personally. I don't think I should. I don't know. Every friend group is different. But if you notice yourself overcompensating to your friends and family, that might be a red flag. And then number eight, I put you set a boundary and they don't respect it. Like, for example, they're always playing video games and you won't just want to spend some quality time because that's your love language. So you're like, hey, babe, you know what? You can play your video games after 9 p.m. because I'm going to be get going to bed at 9 p.m. anyways. So from like 7 to 8, are we able to just like spend time together and we are able to just like watch Netflix together or do like bowling together, like a little date night for like an hour? If they're not able to respect certain boundaries that you set, I just feel like they don't really respect you, you know? Next up, number nine, they try to control what you wear. Oh, 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 it's giving it Nate from Euphoria vibes to Cassie. <laughs> you know that episode? <laughs> oh, they try to control what you wear because Nate is sexy, but Nate is so toxic. They limit your career. They limit you going out with friends. This is the same as what I was talking about with the, the career stuff. They're tearing you down because seeing you hot, seeing you successful, seeing you going out makes them feel insecure about themselves. So what makes them feel better about themselves is telling you, oh, don't wear that. It's too sexy. Oh, don't go out with the girls. Like, you have me. Why do you have to go out with the girls? Oh, don't go um, achieve that goal. You're with me. Why would you need to achieve anything? When they're constantly tearing you down and not letting you live to your full potential, red flag and then number 10 they stop they refuse to stop doing things that are against your personal morals whether that's drinking and driving abusing alcohol etc whatever it is when you bring it up they gaslight you into thinking that you're asking for too much and they're setting setting healthy boundaries in relationships is so necessary there are some things to me that are just like outright not okay with me and everybody has their own but for me it's like abusing alcohol being an alcoholic drinking and driving those things are just like not they don't fly by me and I don't like that shit and I don't think I will ever have a partner that does those things setting healthy boundaries in relationships is so important and you're not crazy for wanting it it's very normal and it's very healthy and every relationship should have boundaries okay did I roast anyone I'm so sorry if I did but girl break up with your boyfriend yeah yeah because he's trash he's so trash and I really hope that this video is like the wake-up call to all girlfriends out there that your man is trash leave him trash on the bottom of your foot literal trash go to Europe have sex with some hot European men know your worth um, have a couple one night stands and then move on. It needs to happen, ladies. <laughs> this is we need our our whole lady era shit up. City girls up. We need more city girls up after this episode, please. <laughs>
Okay, and then now I put, these are when to not leave your boyfriend. I just wanted to put this in here because I feel like there's extremes. Like I'm always the pro leave your boyfriend type girl, but there's always extremes. There's always that emotionally unavailable girlfriend that, you know, she doesn't ever like men. She leaves men when she gets the ick, when he's running with a backpack on. You want, We all have that girlfriend that's like that. So this is me calling them out as well. These are five things where you should not be leaving your boyfriend. Number one, I put, if you're wondering why you don't feel that crazy butterfly feeling after a while, that's normal. Love isn't butterflies. And it's not like this crazy high, high and low, low feeling. It's just being at home with someone that you trust. It's just safety. It's a safe space. And, you know, sometimes you won't be getting that butterfly every single day. But, you know, when you get dressed up, when you like go out to dinner, like you will get those butterflies once in a while. But I don't think like in a long term relationship, you're not going to be getting butterflies all the time. It's kind of like, you know, when you first meet a friend and you're like kind of nervous and you're like, oh, I can't be late because then they're going to think that I'm weird. And then later on in the friendship, you're kind of like, whatever it's just like fucking alex like she she knows that i'm always late like who gives a fuck like you know what i mean when you get comfortable with someone that's good that's like a good sign of a good relationship is just being comfortable with someone but there's 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 a huge difference between being comfortable and someone treating you right and comfortable and someone's treating you wrong Mm -hmm. number two this kind of big piggybacks on the first one, but I put a lot of the time we crave that unstable adrenaline feeling of a toxic relationship, right? I love it. You love it. We all love it because that's the love that we had growing up. Unstable, feeling the need to constantly impress someone, liking people that don't like us back. Does that remind us of our parents? Oh. <laughs> It is something that we all have to kind of get over because it's just like how we were grown. It's how we were brought up. Maybe you, your parents like didn't give you a lot of attention when you were older. Maybe we all have fucked up families. Let's start off with that. We all have fucked up families and we all have tra like trauma. We all have things that we need to go to therapy for. And something that I've had to work through and something that I've had to get over was that toxic fucking relationship. I kept dating the same type of toxic man because what does toxic attract toxic what does a healthy person attract a healthy person a healthy person would not attract a toxic person because they just don't align they don't speak the same language toxic people attract other toxic people and healthy people attract other healthy people so you girl you need to fix yourself because i fix myself we all need to fix ourselves why do we like these toxic men? Why do we like these unstable men? Because we are unstable and we speak the same language. And we it's its the, he didn't text me back after an hour. Oh, I'm not going to text him back for two hours. And oh, like blah, 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 blah. Like, I only like him because he doesn't like me type B. Like, we've all been there. We've all done that. We need to stop doing that. Because it as much as it is fun and it's good to have it at least once it's good to have it at least once because i don't regret it i had a great time in my toxic relationship era but it's not fulfilling it's not fun it doesn't make me feel good it makes me feel like high it makes me feel like excited and it makes me feel good when it's good but it also makes me feel like shit and it makes me feel super low and it makes me feel 
like I'm not good enough and I need to try harder to impress them and I'm not like you know what I mean like it's not stable it's not a stable relationship so you know do some soul searching some soul searching how write down in a journal how did your parents or whoever was your um what do you call it parental figure whoever was your I guess that's what it is. Whoever was your parental figure growing up, write down a list of qualities that they have. And then whoever is that toxic man that just gets you every time, write down his qualities. Do you see similarities in the way that they treated you? Do you see similarities in the way that maybe you don't feel good enough? The way that maybe you feel like you always have to impress them? The way that you know, it's kind of like that. And it's like it literally stabs you in the fucking gut when you realize it. And I literally did this in my journal. I would write down the list and I'd be like, damn, like I'm fucked up. <laughs> what is wrong with me? <laughs> like I have shit that's wrong with me in my head. Like, why am I like this? But it's OK, because we're all like that. We all need to get over it. But have one toxic relationship and that's it. That's where I cut off the line. We're all allowed one, but that's it. Afterwards, we need to start working on ourselves, start, you know, going to the gym, eating healthy, focusing on ourselves and not tolerating men that are doing the absolute least. Absolute least. Because you know what? The toxic men always did the absolute fucking least. Always, 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 always. It was always me making ew. Now that I think about it, it was always me making the, din the dinner reservations. It was always me making the plans. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. And I, I felt so like head over heels in love because it reminded me of my childhood and it reminded me of that like high, high and low, low feeling. But there's nothing fulfilling about that. And I just remember feeling so down in the dumps sometimes and especially when we stopped talking I was at my lowest low like bitch that's when I wrote hot mess that's when I wrote petty like <laughs> that's when I was like really like low 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 after realizing all of the things that I need to work on within myself to be a healthy person and focusing on myself more as opposed to chasing 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 toxic men I started allowing men to come to me and I started allowing men to plan dates for me and that's when I started seeing more of like a healthy dynamic and I could do a whole podcast on that because oh the transformation between those two is crazy um okay I put next one I put number three when to not leave your boyfriend is you're comparing yourself to other couples and I've done that so much I would always I would go on Instagram especially Instagram Instagram is the worst for that is when you go on your Instagram and all you see is happy couples they're taking cute photos and you're like why don't me and my boyfriend do that no 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 babes promise you bro, promise you babes it's not like that Everything is always, the grass is always greener on the other side. And I promise you, a lot of the times, the couples that are posting so much are overcompensating. I feel like couples that post a fuck ton are like, a lot of the times they're struggling to keep each other together. Like, I feel like it's kind of like, overcompensating in the relationship i don't know i think that there's a balance between like healthy posting with your partner and healthy boundaries with like social media and relationship and work and relationship and there's unhealthy ways to go about it and i feel like an unhealthy way to go about it is by posting in excess it's by doing 
over the top gifts, over the top extravagant, um, you know, things like vacations because they feel like they have to do that because their relationship is so rocky. And it's not for every relationship, but I've just found that couples who post in excess and they have gifts that are so extravagant and they have this 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 like even like think of celebrities where they have excessive gifts they have crazy this this and this but you always hear they're on again they're off again they're on again they're off again because it's toxic and the the man is constantly trying to make up for always fucking up (laughs) i don't know so stop comparing yourself to kylie jenner stop comparing yourself to all these relationships online because the grass is always greener on the other side. On top of that, I wanted to put this little quote in there. I think Madison Beer said something along the lines of this in a podcast. She said, there's probably better out there. Everything is all smoke and mirrors. If you find someone that respects you, that loves you, that trusts you and someone that you trust that makes you feel good, there's not much better out there. I don't know. Just let that sink in. I She said that and I was like, damn, you know what? She's kind of right. There not there isn't really much better out there. If you're happy, if you're truly look at yourself and feel your emotions and feel your body, if you're truly genuinely happy in a relationship, I don't think there's much better out there. People are always, especially nowadays on social media, the dating apps, they're always searching for more. They're looking for something better. A richer man, a a more handsome man, a more muscular man, this, 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 oh, whatever. Like, I don't think that there's much better out there. If you're truly genuinely happy, if you're in the car and you're singing and they just make you laugh and they make you feel good and they don't have any of the red flags and... They don't have any of the deal breakers. I don't think that there's much better out there. And I don't know, something about what she said, I just sat there and I just really took it in because it's so true. I used to always be in the mindset of like more, 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 because that's society right now is more, 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 more. I want the TikTok dress. I want this. I want blah, blah, blah. You never have enough money because it's always new stuff coming out, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, we don't need that. And, you know, you may get that like product or whatever, but it doesn't really make you that much happier at the end of the day. And it's kind of the same with dating. Like, you know, you see these men with abs and you see these men with so much money and you see these men with a yacht, you see these men here and there's all these temptations. They're all temptations. But realizing that someone that truly genuinely makes you happy is already in your life you can't find that so easily that's not easily found and i don't know i think that's something that's really special and you should not be letting that go for that you know that single man with a yacht that like looks really nice but like probably will treat you like shit and like you probably if you did end up dating them probably wouldn't even be happy anyways um and then i put number five i put they do something that gives you the ick (laughs) okay this one isn't that important i just wanted to make a five um i just put cringy people are happy do you ever notice that cringy people are happy let your partner be silly let your partner be stupid it's if it's not a deal breaker for you i don't know (laughs) i feel like there's so many like 
like there was this one video of like i think it was travis scott and kylie jenner filmed it and everyone was like how did kylie not get the ick from this i think it's like him banging the wall or something like that <laughs> like every man get will give you the ick in some sort of way men are icky dicky icky dicky icky it's are you able to deal with it I think we're able to deal with it. A couple of things that are cringy here and there. Cringy people are happy, I think, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, those are my 10 deal breakers, red flags of why you should break up with your boyfriend. And then five reasons why you shouldn't break up with your boyfriend. Just to make, you know, me feel better about this podcast. But queen, trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me. I've been there. If you're in that situation where you just don't know whether you should break up with him or not, you know, listen to the podcast. Write down the pros and the cons of the relationship, girl. We've all done it. We all <laughs> we all have a note in our app of our pros and cons of the relationship. But I am always, 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 always pro break up with your boyfriend. I know it's scary and I know that you're comfortable and I know that you know it feels fine in the relationship but trust me when I say that you deserve the whole world you deserve someone that tells you that you're beautiful every single it's not a lot to be asking these things you deserve someone to tell you that you're beautiful every single day you deserve someone to take out the trash without you asking you deserve someone to worship the ground that you stand on if you have these little things that you want in a partner then express it to them and if they can't bring it to you bitch there's so many men out there there's a whole world of men out there and the ladies if you want to try something new, try the ladies. We do it a little bit better. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm maybe call me a man hater. Call me it. But you deserve better. And I love you. And I don't know your boyfriend. But I think you should break up with him. <laughs> okay, this is bad advice. This is bad advice. But all of my advice is kind of bad. Take all of my advice with a grain of salt. But I love you and I really hope that you're being treated like a queen because you are a queen and yeah <laughs> I don't really know how to end off this podcast I want to end the podcast feeling empowered I want to end the podcast telling you how amazing and beautiful you are but you already know that you already know that you just need to find the king that suits you and suits your needs and makes you feel like a queen and if you don't feel like a queen bitch i know you could do so much better i know i know i know because i've been in your place my friends have been in their, that place we've all been in that place and then you look back at it and you're like wow yep i'm so much happier without them significantly happier without them trust me trust me trust me trust me queen if you have that gut feeling you feel it for a reason that gut feeling never 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 second guess that gut feeling because your body knows when the relationship is over before you do trust me trust me trust me trust me anyways i love you and <laughs> enough about boys because i fucking hate men um oh you know what i did today i used this um insert name here quick slick hair essence on my hair and i love it it's like this little hair gel you know it's kind of like a um uh clear eyebrow gel almost and i did it on my hair and i really love it i want to start using it more you know i never i used to you know what i realized this is off topic by the way this is just me doing a little outro i realized 
how awesome Molly May's Instagram is. Because you know what? There's so many girls that you can find out there. They do the Instagram for the boys. You know, it's like, it's a thing. Like, the bikini photos. Whoa, my stuttering. <laughs> That's kind of cool. <laughs> but bikini photos, they typically get more likes. So you obviously want to do things to cater to your audience. It gets more likes. This is bikini photos. Um, but Molly May doesn't give a fuck. Molly May is for the girls only. She has a cute outfit. She has a cute hair. She has a cute makeup. Like, boys don't notice this shit. Only we do. Even on Love Island, when I was watching her on Love Island, I'm like, she be pulling out the hairstyles like this, that, and this, that. I'm like, she's really out here slaying. So that's what I want to do. I want to start playing on my hairstyles a little bit more and slay a little bit harder because I never play on my hairstyles. I always forget. I like, I'm out here posting bikini photos like, blah, 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 blah. but. I'm not doing it for the girls. I'm trying to do things for the girls more. And this podcast is for the girls. It really is. But should we end the podcast with a little bit of a Q&A? What would Rihanna do? WWRD. Rihanna, please don't sue me. Let me find some questions in my phone. So I get questions and they vary from literally these are the most like like contrasty questions that I get. One question asks, does it sometimes hurt when you're doing doggy style? And then another question says, do you have more business oriented advice? <laughs> Let's just answer both of those. So does it sometimes hurt when you do doggy style? I mean, okay, for me personally, I've never experienced that, but I've heard from my friends that they it has and i've heard from guys that it has actually because i think like when you do when you're in that position if you don't have a little more like thickety thunk in your back of the trunk like it's it is bound to hurt you know i, I heard this in a podcast with sex with emily um and a guy was he said that doggy style hurts with his girlfriend um but yeah i feel like that's that's normal um just switch up this switch up the position maybe you're just in that position for a little bit too long um but yeah i don't know i don't really know what to say but yeah sometimes sometimes it hurts but sometimes it hurts so good you know what i mean it hurts so good <laughs> um and the next question says more business oriented advice like i don't that's not even like i think they were there's more so saying like uh uh podcast episode but if you guys want more like business ones i love talking about shit like that like i really want to get into investing in companies i'm just learning right now about like angel investing and like investing in newer companies but yeah i think my main thing right now is i love real estate real estate is my favorite to invest in um but yeah i think I could do a whole podcast episode on that, but my favorite is real estate. If you are getting into business and investing your money, real estate is my absolute favorite, but everybody likes different things. And if, if you don't like it, then don't do it. Real or Investing is the type of thing where you should only invest in the things that you're actually passionate about. If you're passionate about poker, do that. That's kind of like gambling though, but isn't investing just gambling it's kind of like fancy gambling if you really think about it so just do things that make you happy like if you want to invest in a birkin invest in a birkin if you want to invest in some gold invest in some gold if you want to invest in um some stocks do stocks that you like that you're like 
interested in. Don't do things that people tell you to. That's the number one advice that I would give for investing your money. Don't listen to other people. Do not do that. Do your own research. Don't listen to other people because other people, I feel like they try, they convince you to invest in things so that they feel better about their investment. I don't listen to other people when I do investments anymore. No, 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 no. I just do my own research and I invest in my things. That way, if I fuck up, I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming me. It's my fault and I should have did more research, but don't listen to other people when you invest in your own money. Next question. Oh, I love this one. It says, how to be comfortable and love your big boobs when they are a bit saggy. Can I say something? This was one of my biggest insecurities is the way that my boobs kind of hang because they're, I don't think that it even exists. The, the perfect boobs doesn't exist. There's always something wrong with your boobs. Like someone always has to say some shit about your boobs. The nipple size, like the boobs, like the hang, like that. There's so many things about boobs. There's no perfect boobs. And like you could get your boobs done, but then it's like plasticky and like it doesn't feel like as like squishy. You know what I mean? It's still squishy, but it's not as squishy. And it like, you know what I mean? The perfect boobs don't exist. And just let that sink in and let that sizzle in your mind because I used to be so insecure about mine. And like, I'd be like, oh, I hate my boobs. Like, why do they hang like that? You know what? Let me let me recite a Drake lyric. Listen to this. This is a Drake lyric in one of his songs, one of my favorites. He said, love the way they hang, babe. Fuck the silicone. Everybody fake now. You could crack the code. <sighs> Are you serious? Drake said that about the big titty gals. He really did. He's out here making the big titty gals feel good. Because you know what? Big titties, I love my titties. I love squishing them. When I'm stressed, I'll squish them. I'll like, I'll, I'll cup them. I'll like, I love making them look good in like the little outfits. But you know what? It is annoying that they sag. But one thing that I like to do, I like to tape them. So if you're ever wearing a dress, I like to tape them and I like to, I put them up so they look like big balls, like kind of like fake titties. Um, I literally, you don't even need boob tape. I could literally use duct tape for my tits and I'll just broop, I'll bring it back up and it looks so good. And I'll I'll like wear cute little bras. I but my favorite, my favorite is not wearing bras at all. Not wearing bras at all is really good because I even looked at something online and it said wearing a bra does more harm than good. It does nothing to reduce back pain and weakens the muscles that hold up the breasts, resulting in greater breast sagging. Did you hear that? That's why I hate wearing bras. I literally hate wearing bras unless I really want to and I really want my tits to look good. But girl, all big titty girls, all of them hang. That's what gravity does. It's what gravity does. And every big titty girl that you ever see on the face of the earth, Nicki Minaj, Rihanna, Kate Upton. Oh, um, what's her name? What's her name? Sydney Sweeney. You could look at Sydney Sweeney's tits actually in euphoria. They are not perky. Love the way they hang, babe. That's what Drake said. They hang. They, they're just like that. They're like bing bong. They're right there. They're not going to be up to your face because that's what fake boobs look like. And I feel like we have such we're all fucked up with um, with body dysmorphia. We have no idea what real bodies look like. We have no idea what pretty bodies look like. We have no idea what we look like. We all have body dysmorphia because of editing, because of porn, because of this, because of that. Girl, you're beautiful. And the fact that you have boobs, I love boobs. Boobs are so amazing. They're so fun to play with. They look so amazing in dresses. Girl, queen, 
love your tits and just because they hang i love them even more because that means that they're natural that means that they're beautiful that means that they're big and voluptuous and that means that the gravity did its job i don't know like fuck like i don't know what to tell you like your boobs are so amazing love your boobs i used to hate them because they like you know they hang a little bit but i now i love them because i grew them myself and they're so squishy and i make them look good in outfits by taping them up and yeah <laughs> you know all all the boobs hang okay all of the boobs hang and once i got that to my head i started feeling better about myself but anyways i'm gonna end the podcast i love you so much i love that question that was one of my favorite questions of the girl talk podcast because i literally always struggled with that with the big boobs with the hanging drake makes me feel good about myself you know that one line made me feel good um but i love you and i'm gonna go to bed but i hope you have an amazing day or an amazing night i don't know when you're listening to this um and i'll talk to you later bye bitch (laughs) did you like that episode i really hope that you did um if you haven't already then make sure to watch last week's episode or the week after just click on the links whatever it is um and i hope that you guys enjoyed also be sure to subscribe because it helps me a lot um but i love you and i hope you have an amazing rest of your day bye